58. Here we go, here we go. We're repeating in and the music and all the business and this is, I already, you know what? I know, it is episode 80, the big uh, 80. It is. I know the number. Halfway to 160, yes. What? Did you know that 74% of podcast hosts know what episode they're up to? Wow, that's high. And obviously you fall into that percentage. I'm one of those. <laughs> so. Oh my God, episode 80. Did you ever think we'd get here? I I never, I never thought anything. <laughs> I never thought yeah. anything about the future. <laughs> right. So it right. is, it Here is surprising are. and also not unexpected because it's a great show. Of course, we're still going at eighty episodes. Come on. Of course. Even though fifty-eight didn't survive this long, it still did pretty well. <laughs> and actually, uh, the International Podcast Day is on September thirtieth, which is coming up. So you know. Oh wow. Well, podcast of the year. I always put the hashtag podcast of the year. So <laughs> it's only a matter of time, really. Yeah. So first of all, mm-hmm. let's just say we are recording this just before the Queen's funeral. So we have no idea what happened. So it, that's why we're not talking about that. I mean, I say we have no idea, but you could go back and watch any previous royal funeral and they're pretty much the same. They all follow the same, you know, right. this is the official rules. If they could play the same footage. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is the official <laughs> rules of how you do the royal wedding. So the royal wedding, the royal <laughs> Funeral. <laughs> oh my god. The royal oh god. funeral. Why am I so so I mean we don't know exactly what happened. Maybe something interesting happened. So let's just say, wow, what an amazing thing to see. How great was that that thing that they did? <laughs> That's all we can say. So that would have happened by the time this came out. Anyway, I've got a few things to s- more about the Queen later on, but let me just say I watched the uh the Taylor Hawkins. Liam Gallagher, the first few songs that he did. On Paramount Plus? No, no, uh, (laughs) no. They do not exist there. And I'm pretty sure that Liam Gallagher asked them to exclude his couple of songs from the official broadcast because they are oh. not good. So how did you acquire this? This was, was just a... this was just filmed by people in the audience. Uh, okay, and amazingly, the audio was really good. The footage okay. was okay. I mean, footage from phones these days is pretty amazing sometimes. But his voice had the exact same problem though. And that is just, there's no top range. He can get up to like this note and then anything above that, he just shouts and squawks and it's awful. So I think he watched that back and like straight away said, nah, you can't broadcast that. That's the right. only reason I can think of, unless Dave Grohl listened to it and he's like, that's rubbish, let's just cut it. I, d- I don't know. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I thought that could have been great, but it's it's not, sadly. Right. Okay. Anyway. Well, well at least you got to see it. I saw it. Uh, you were talking about audience filmed footage. And you know how I say on YouTube, like the suggestions, like they just randomly suggest like, you know, the most, I don't even know why they suggest it, but they had, because um, recently in the last couple of weeks, they had Kiss touring Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And up came like Kiss concert from Sydney. and The full and thing I, I saw, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like all the capital cities have like, uh, someone in the audience filming the whole thing. Mm. The quality of the footage and the sound, it was all quite good. It was like not broadcast camera quality, but it was still decent. 
it wasn't shaky. It was clear. and It just makes you think about the olden days. Like when I went <laughs> and saw the one and only time I saw Mike Oldfield in 1999 in London, I took in wow. an actual Hi8 video camera. Oh, I had a Hi8 camera. And I sat still there, got a Hi8 camera. I sat there and videoed the entire show. Yeah. And that footage what, you is... you had to smuggle it in? Uh, there was no checks at all. <laughs> Amazing. I, don't, wow. I can't remember how I got it in. I don't think I did much to hide it because, okay. you know, it was a decent size. It was like... Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're quite... Probably about the yeah. size of a brick, maybe three quarters the yeah, size brick. of a brick. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. yeah, I, I mean, that footage is on YouTube. Someone's already... <laughs> because I actually made a few dollars selling it back in the olden days. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's just on YouTube now. So thanks for that. Um, but yeah, now it's so easy. Now you just take your phone in. You can just sit it there and just, and yeah. the quality is just amazing these days. It's crazy. It's amazing, yeah. Oh, anyway, it's like when people used to go to record concerts, you used to take in that little tape recorder with a cassette. Yeah, again, cassette, yeah. again, about the size of a brick. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like in some bootlegs, like a song will cut off halfway because they have to change yeah, from side. Yeah, you got to change the side over. You hear the squirrely. <laughs> oh, that's the end of the tape. <laughs> Flip. Oh, we missed ten seconds. Bugger. And then oh, you get to the at the end of side two, and they're like, "Oh, that's that's it. That's where the tape ran out. We didn't bring a second tape. <laughs> you only get you only get uh, sixty minutes or ninety minutes of that show because we didn't think show. to bring another tape. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew they play ninety six minutes, bastards." Uh. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so what? Mm. What is good this week? Did oh. you get to watch Lord of the Rings? Oh, geez, I haven't even got that in front of me. But oh. yes, oh, oh, I watched the first two episodes. <laughs> I watched the first one right. like a couple of days ago. I watched this. I watched the second one last night. Hold up, how many episodes are out? There or? are four. Are they making? There's four okay. out. Well, by the time this comes out, probably five. Do you know how many uh, is part of this series? I think they generally do ten in like these sort of mini series okay. things, like Netflix it's quite sort a of lot. stuff. Mm. I mean, oh, where do I start? It's amazing. Just visually, it's as good as the movies, I reckon. Yeah. Well, they spend a billion dollars or it's, something. It's on made it. by uh, you know Amazon Films or whatever it says at the start, Amazon Studios. Right. Mm. So you know they've got money. Oh yeah, um, they've got money. And at a few spots, you can be like, oh, I can sort of. It sort of takes you out just for a second where you're like, that's obviously like a CGI thing. But most right. of the time, it's so good, you don't even really think about it, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And they spent a billion dollars or something on it. Oh, something it wouldn't insane. surprise me. Because, yeah. yeah, it's really good. And the first yeah. two episodes, I'm pretty sure I'm following the story. There were a few <laughs> things I was like sort of scratching my head like, but do they know about those people? And, you know, there was a few things right, I didn't okay. get, but I think I've got it. Mostly. Right. Um, so, yeah, because I don't think this is, this is not an original, like, Tolkien book. It's, like, yeah, based on, is... like, his notes and just various random stuff they found, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. But the story is sort of, I mean, it is a prequel to the Lord of the Rings movies, which we've seen. Yep. Uh, and it is based on characters and people and places that do exist on the maps that he drew up. And the, the, the elves are in it and the, the dwarves and the, the orcs, they're all in there. Okay. And this is pre... The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Because The Hobbit was like the prequel of Lord Hobbit of the Rings. Hobbit was the prequel to the prequel Lord of the Rings. To, this is the prequel to that. But there was also, if you remember, there was like the Silmarillion or something. Which oh, I yeah, think right. might have yeah, come yeah, yeah. before The Hobbit. And <laughs> wow. they did mention the Silmarillion in this, in, ah. in I think the first or second episode. And I'm like, oh, I know okay. that name. 
Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's really good. I can't wait now. I can't wait to watch more. See, you just, oh man, that was such a throwback because when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, I was actually working in a bookstore. And so like when the movie came out and it went wild, everyone wanted to read the books Mm. and everyone wanted to read the trilogy and then the Hobbit and then that one. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's... (laughs) I just remembered what a flashback. Let me see. So uh, I guess the question is, did you did you like what you what you've seen so far? Yes. Is it something that you're digging? Yes. Yes, it's good. Okay. The story is the story's good. Considering if I'm right, the story is not an original story, but it's been created yeah. new, but based on all the existing worlds and stuff. For that, and see, it's that's really where, good. That's, that's where it where could go rubbish. It could, yes. With with the writers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just looked it up. The Cimmerillion is the prequel to The Hobbit. Gotcha. So you've got this thing, which is called The Rings of Power, (laughs) then The Cimmerillion, then The Hobbit, then The Lord of the Rings. Okay. But yeah, I like it. I'll be watching it. It's good stuff. Because I know if it's filmed in New Zealand. There were a lot of New Zealand-esque looking like scenery, but it could have been CGI. I cannot tell. Yeah. It was. It's possible. It yeah. was that good. I mean, considering this is coming out now, and it would have taken ages in post production for all the special effects and everything, they would have filmed this at least a year or two ago in COVID time. So right, yeah. maybe it was done in New Zealand. Maybe it was all just done in closed studios in LA. I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe I should look that yeah. up and find out for next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. But yeah, that's it's good. good. What else? What did you have in your notes? Is good. Okay. Our month in this house is up in a few days. And we are back right. back to camping, back in the van, which uh, we haven't literally yeah. opened since like the start of June. Wow. It's been you, you quite some time. You're saying goodbye to the little dogs. Yeah, these little white fluffers. <laughs> They'll be okay. gone. Still like traveling around Victoria? Well, here, uh, here's the annoying thing. Uh, when we started doing the house sitting, I wasn't sure how many we do or how long they'd go for or what the time scale was yep. going to be. I booked a ticket to the darkness on... I think it's on the 12th of October. And that turns out to be right in the middle of the month where we're not house sitting. So we're going to be out of Melbourne. I mean, we haven't planned any of that month of camping yet, which is pretty dumb considering we're leaving very soon. But I need to, around the 10th, 11th, find a place which is close to the train because then I can just get on the train, come into Melbourne, go and see the darkness, come back. Go go to some public toilet, have shower, (laughs) go to the concert. Just... (laughs) Do all the stuff I have to do and then get back back to camping. Yeah. It's just it just worked right. out that way. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So what after the darkness thing you you're doing another stint of house sitting? No, back no, back to camping for another mm. the next house it starts near the last week of of October. Yeah. And that's for like two and a half weeks. And after that we're just gonna sit around back to some relatives till the end of November. Then the start of December yeah. we're off again. Because for Christmas we've got an, a whole month house sit so we'll be going off to that right so yeah it's all it's all happening <laughs> good what else is good did you i sent you a picture of the limited edition twisties flavored with doritos flame and hot cheese supreme flavor and i ate them and yes they uh, are spicy yeah. they are a spicy yeah. spicy but you also sent me a mountain dew flame flamey mountain dew yes that's the Have other you- the other insane thing i bought but i haven't tried yet uh oh, okay the online reviews i've seen Seem to. I literally saw one review that called it the devil's piss. So, 
it'll be interesting to see what it tastes like. But yes, it is a Mountain Dew flavored with that same flame and hot flavor. So it's definitely going to be interesting. Maybe tomorrow or the next day. Um, next show. Uh, don't worry. I'll be talking about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, if those kidney stones haven't flushed out already, this will do Oh, God. Yeah. That, yeah, that'll do something. <laughs> okay. Um, the only other thing I've got, I don't know if it's good or bad, and that is in London, the queue. If there's one thing the British know how to do, it is queue. Okay, can I can I just stop you there? Yes. That that phrase, like I've been seeing it all week. The British know how to queue, and they love to queue. Is that like is that real? Yes, like, I read that's that a thing. Like, that's a thing. Well, but why? Like I can't think of anything worse than queuing. What is that? It's what they like to queue. They like to. Oh, I didn't say they like around. it. I said they're very good at doing it. Okay, but what like, does that, what does that you, even mean? You, imagine if you had a bunch of Australians in a queue for mm. four days. There would be right. about 4,000 fights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that's who Australians are. Right. You know, regardless, you know, they're lining up to see, to mourn the Queen, irrelevant. That's just how Australians would do it. And yeah. no one can deny that. The English, I didn't see a single issue with the queue. Because okay. they're just, they're very polite. And plus, they've got a much bigger, they've got way more. Like you said, you have no emotional link to the Queen. The English have way yeah. more than we do. Uh, of course. But, yeah. but even then, they're just so polite and they will just queue for, for anything. Like, we talk about the queues we see here. That, that's nothing. Mm. It's nothing. <laughs> well, this is, yeah, I, I can't fathom it's standing just, around. <laughs> I mean, it's a stereotype. It's, it's been around for ages, though. I mean, I don't know where it started. But it's it's just yeah. it's there. And it's just something I couldn't do. Like I get annoyed at like a, a queue at the airport or whatever. You know, I just yeah. get, it just annoy, annoys the hell out of me. And then I see these people that are doing it for kilometers, and not even like the people that I've been seeing, they're not on their phones or anything. They're just kind of standing there and they're happy to do so. And it's just like yeah. this is they're, they're in the weird, queue. A weird concept to me. They know why they're there. They're you know, and they're just talking to people who were around them in the queue. Yeah. And this is why I've put it in what's good, because I just know that if this was happening in Australia, it would be an unbelievably different scenario. <laughs> it would be. It, it, would just, be. it just would not be like it is. Like, it's, it just blows mm. my mind. And that's one yeah. thing that I really like about England and English people. And I can't even put it into words what that thing is, but this is an example of it. I mean, I think the, the most orderly cue that I've seen in recent times was like when everyone was lining up for their COVID vaccine. You know, they had to do the, the meter distancing and all that. But oh, they seemed yeah. to, you know, everyone, everyone seemed to, you know, do it because they wanted to get vaccinated. But, well, you know, I think that's the closest thing I've seen of sort of anything civil but, <laughs> people but, lining up. But I can explain that by easily saying the nutcases who would cause trouble weren't there getting vaccinated. Weren't there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> weren't there, right? So <laughs> yeah, the only people probably. who were there wanted to be there and were there because yeah. they knew this is the thing to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. The other ones were like marching down the street, blocking traffic, just being idiots. Mm. So that, that's a different sort of cue. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, the queue, it's amazing. Well, well, there, was, there was one of those tweets and it was like, come on, British people, you've been training for this your whole lives. This is the queue of all queues. And it's just like, there were so many yeah. tweets about the queue. I was just reading through them and it was just, it was so funny. Anyway, just on that, I have a, I guess there's no answer to this, you know, no one would truly know, but 
how many of the people are there to queue to see the Queen because there's an interest in the Queen versus the people that are there because it's an event that's on, you know, just to say that I was, yeah, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I've, oh, by the way, I fixed the, the TV. I fixed the internet, so I have the TV working. So I've been watching a lot of this stuff, again, because I've got okay. nothing else to do. In between watching the shows I want to watch, I just go back to, like, BBC or Sky UK and just watch live stuff. And not only that, it's wall-to-wall coverage, so you've got no other choice to, <laughs> to watch anything else, really. Well, it's a lot of repeating stuff, though, once you start actually oh, paying yeah. attention. So I once mm-hmm. I see something once and then I see any part of it again, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to go to something. I can go to something else now because I know I've seen that. But yeah. to answer that question, how many people are there because they love the Queen and they want to do their thing versus how many people are there just because it's a big historic event and they want to say that right. I was there? I would say Correct. at least three quarters are there because they love the Queen. Okay. At least. And even those people, part of that will be, yes, I want to be at this big historic thing, but that's not their main reason to be there. I'd say that would be like 10, 15% maybe. That's their sole reason for being there. I don't know. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to underestimate how much they like the Queen. <laughs> yeah, because, I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even going to entertain it. <laughs> so, so that's all I've got for what's good, I think. Mm. Do you have anything? Uh, I sent you something, uh, a preview that's coming up on Netflix, Jeffrey Dahmer. They're doing a Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah. Thing. I, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. You don't like crime, crime, no, crime things? No, I, I like the procedurals, as they call them, like um, Law and Order and those sort of, <laughs> uh, even NCIS is okay. Well, the one with Scott Bakula, the New Orleans one, which we'll get to hey, Scott Bakula later. Hey, you can't say Scott Bakula without saying Mactacula, more legend than the new Acura. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta that you gotta finish the sentence with Acura after oh, his name. Yeah. Bloody, what is that? A Honda Acura? Yeah, I think so. It's a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's a car of some sort. Yeah, I I, I, I don't have interest in these like murder shows and like like murder podcasts are like the most massive thing. Yeah, yeah. Like true crime. Like I'm not interested in true crime. Like, like that's what about fictional crime? <laughs> well, like yeah, like like I said, I like Law and Order. That's it's or all like, fictional. Or like a like a Stephen King. What if the Jeffrey Dahmer story was a Stephen King story? Well, yeah, if, like if it? it was Stephen King, I'd watch it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't it. write like horrific well, he, not murder anymore, stories. It. Like, <laughs> oh, what was yeah. that? What was that? Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, some early Stephen King. There's there's a few weird things here and there, and you're just like, hey, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I don't, I don't like these things that are, you know, the quote unquote based on a true story. We like, we know it's a true story. We know what happened. Just then, tell us the know, true story. Yes, but see, this is the thing. It's a one of those stories where like they have to fill in the gaps with you know a script. Mm. So they have the basic facts there, and then everything is. But people watch it like, oh, this really happened. This is it's what like, happened. You know, this is. This is the script part of it, you know, so that's the thing I don't like, but I'd be interested to see it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. The other thing that's good this week is they've announced, you mentioned this the other week about Cinnabon in Melbourne. They're going to open a Cinnabon in Sydney. Oh, there you go. Yes. So. You can go and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so when I do, I'll, I'll definitely give you the, um, the, the review the, of that the one. The verdict. Mm. 
and legendary hip hop group The Far Side, which which I have not heard of. Well, this year's the thirtieth anniversary of their debut album, but the group it's four members, but three of the four uh, touring Australia. The fourth member, Booty Brown, like he owns the rights to the original name, so they're touring under the name Far Side, but spelt differently. <laughs> and so. But they've got, they should have uh, called it the far, far side, right. the really far side. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've always wanted to see these guys live and I'm just annoyed that there's not the four of them. But three out of four, I'll take it. And they're touring in November. So I'm going to go and check that out. So I'm really um, I'm excited because like you with the darkness, you've been waiting, you know, to see like mm. some sort of concert. So um, I thought I'd do a hip hop concert. So yeah, and it's in the is it the Red Rattler Theatre in Marrickville? It's some really intimate place. So Marrickville, pretty good. Anyway, I oh, don't you? I just hate that though when people are arguing about who owns the name and the rights to it. It's just oh, it's really frustrating. It's it's like Lit River Band kind of proportion. Well, Beach Boys, yeah. When Brian, I mean, there's heaps yeah. of instances. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not even going to go into that because it just makes me so angry. A stupid Mike. Yeah, it makes stupid me Mike angry. love. Just get stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, so, what is bad? Okay. What is bad? I'll tell you what's bad. And have I even told you this yet? I think I mentioned it, but I'm pretty sure that the next episode of this show coming out will be the Super Chuckamania radio show number 003. And 003. Pretty sure I can say that'll be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers due to popular demand due to unpopular demand <laughs> that show will be on put on a, a indefinite hiatus <laughs> right it could come back at one point <laughs> i think we put pinch of black on that same well, indefinite you never hiatus, know you we? never know that's all you can say <laughs> Maybe one day we'll be like, you know, let's do one more episode of any of these shows. Well, you know, we could do it for the the summer, Christmas, summer, you know, while we're having our Christmas thingy. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Tie tie people over. But yeah, uh, and and I I refuse to blame, you know, the actual quality, the content of the show, because that's amazing. I'm purely (laughs) blaming the Spotify app for being a garbage piece of garbage. That's all it is. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Spotify, for ruining a, uh, what was a good show. <laughs> Turds. <laughs> okay. Well, what else is bad? What else is bad? Did you see? I might cut this. We'll see how it goes. Did you see? There's this massive, uh, like, online furore about the Little Mermaid trailer. <laughs> Have you seen this? You don't uh, know. I've, no, no. I've seen the furore. It's just. But look, well, I don't see the big deal in the sense that, like, I think it's great. Like, who cares? Like, I think we said this before. Like, we, we talked about a black Superman. Like, you know. Why, why not? not? Just do a black Superman. So, yeah, in case you, like, nobody knows, great. there's some people who are saying losing their minds because the new Little Mermaid movie coming out, they put out the trailer and guess what? Mm. She's not white. So people, you know, certain groups of people are losing their minds over, it's look, it's a fictional character. It's not even real. She mm. She's not even a real person. And you can still go and watch the original. It's not like that's changed. But they're losing their minds because 
it's not as they thought it was going to be. And it's just the most ridiculous, ridiculous. That's the only word. It's just ridiculous. It'll happen with any character though, wouldn't it? If they change the nationality of the the character. I mean, like if if it was Aladdin, if they did like a white Aladdin. If you don't like it, then don't watch it. What do you care? How does it affect you? It's just... People. Oh, my God. People. Like it, uh, I'm going to get to people later. Look, the same thing. I'm not sure if we mentioned this before or not, but the Lord of the Rings had exactly the same problem. Lenny Henry is in the... This he's such the a new Lord of the Rings, and he's one of the yeah. one of the guys. And again, yeah. people were losing their minds, going, "Why are there this color people in Lord of the Rings? There was none. You're it's impossible. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and like yeah, again, oh, people oh people are just losing their minds because they're saying, you know, this is not possible. And it's again, it's a fictional thing. If you don't like it, don't watch it. I don't get why people are losing their minds over things which have zero impact on their lives life whatsoever yeah it's um, just we've talked about these exact same people before they just wake up every morning just ready to be enraged and they just get online and they just go looking for it because that's their life and that's how they want to live that's how they like to enjoy their day is be just furious every second that they're awake like i cannot even comprehend who would want to live like that but apparently it's it's a lot of people and they're all on social media that's the thing (laughs) like you don't see these people ranting in the park about you know lenny henry's in lord of the rings no they're all on on twitter and online places (laughs) oh i think it's great if they have a a black uh little mermaid why not exactly why not not? just have it we've already had a white one so why not have a different color yeah exactly yeah i don't even know why it's an an issue online like why are they fighting this like because they they want to be angry (laughs) they want to be angry i think it's i think it's good i used to listen to they should they should do more of it when i used to listen to craig ferguson do his serious radio show he always used to say he'd be interviewing someone and then whoever he was interviewing would say oh you know I put out this movie and, you know, oh, people were really angry about this thing in the movie. And he's like, no, 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 no. Those people were already angry. They were just looking for, you know, something to be angry about. And that was at least five years ago. And it's still still perfectly (laughs) valid explanation for so many things. It's like they're already angry, you know. Mm. They're just going to vent at anything that comes in their view. They're already angry. They're just (laughs) furious people. It's it's like us with 7-Eleven. We're just just angry as it is. (laughs) We're just looking for... To complain about the coffee. You just go in there every morning taking photos, just ready. You're just ready. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) And, oh, okay. Anyway, that's Uh, enough of that. What's bad this week? What have you got for what's bad this week? I've rambled enough. Well, you're talking about stupid people online and all this sort of stuff. Oh, yes. Mine's a bit of an extension of that. You know, let's say a music artist dies and then after that, the online community just looks at their entire career but then kind of cherry picks certain lyrics or interviews and says, oh, this is what this person was about, blah, blah, blah. I'm noticing a lot with this, with the Queen dying, they've got this weird thing about Paddington fucking Bear. Oh, yeah. So they've got Paddington Bear and, okay, the Queen reigned for like 70 years but for some odd reason they're linking this Paddington Bear skit that she did for like two seconds for like a Commonwealth Games opening or something I don't know what the occasion was but she pulls this marmalade sandwich out of her purse and she's like I'm saving this for later or something 
So when the queen dies, people put out these floral tributes, but then in between all these floral tributes, they've been putting these marmalade sandwiches with a big note that says, oh, I'm saving this for later. Ha ha ha. Like, you know, yeah. like really, is this what she's known for? In a 70 year reign, you're going to pick the Paddington Bear skit. It is. Like just people are weird. And like, it's just, <laughs> they actually said on the news, like stop bringing marmalade sandwiches. Yep. I saw Because that. it's, there was like rats or something yep. or vermin. Like I mean, there's already the, enough the rats sandwiches. in London without putting thousands of sandwiches Sand- out in the street. Right. And it's just like, I just look at this, it's like, people are so weird. Like, why would they, why would they do that? It's like, <laughs> it's just like I get they want to do something, but, <laughs> right, and you but know, maybe, maybe flowers is too obvious and they're like, what else can we do? Let's, <laughs> I mean, even the fact that she did that was a weird, ah, oh, what's the word? Oh, it, it was an unorthodox, yeah, kind of. Unorthodox, yeah. That's the, that's the word. No one, again, that's the reason why she did it because she thought nobody would expect her to do something like that. Do that. And that was right, her sense right. of humour and I get that, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, mm. that so many people are picking that as the one thing that they're focusing on. I saw today, like amongst the floral tributes, there was a giant Paddington bear, like a massive oh. one just sitting in amongst hey, the flowers. I watched lots of live video and one of the morning days when the, the queen was still on view, you know, there was the, mm. the massive queue outside. And one day, Charles and William, they yeah. came out for like, I don't know how long, and just shook people's hands and thanks for waiting, blah, blah, blah. There was this one woman and, and um, Charles walked right past her. I don't know if he talked to her, but again, the giant padding to bear, which was as big as her. It was like, <laughs> it would have yeah. been like close to a meter in like height. And it, she was just holding it next to her like it's a bloody kid. <laughs> And Prince Charles walks past and he's just looking at it and he's talking, to, shaking hands and he, he just sort of moved slowly past her. He didn't right. interact, I think, because who knows what's going to happen. But yeah, yeah. The, the bear, the bear, the freaking bear. The bear and the marmalade sandwiches. It's just like, yeah, this is just, people are weird. Like, that, it just that was my whole thing. It's just like, people are weird. I think one part of it could be as much as people think that they know do people think they know the Queen? It's like... Uh, there's like royal watches and... I know, but like she's, you know, ne- people... she's never done an interview. There's so... Yeah, you well, know, apart from her yeah, like yeah. annual Christmas message and various things, you very, mm. very rarely saw any like just footage of her just being a normal person. And like there's right. there's very short videos of her like playing with the dogs and the corgis and like right, riding a horse <laughs> or something. And it's literally like 30 <laughs> seconds and she's like, that's all shooting, that they get. Shooting rabbits. <laughs> and, yeah. There's very little footage and (laughs) the few, you know, of that stuff that exists when she's just being like a normal, like with the kids or whatever, it's really interesting Mm. to see because she's like, I mean, she knows she's being filmed, but she's a different person. Right. And it's weird to see. And the the fact is no one outside people who actually know her have much clue of who she is because Mm. she controlled more than anyone in history what people saw of her. And I guess like that applies to all the royals before. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> so little. And so, yeah, mm. maybe that's why they're like latching onto this Paddington thing because they're like, we saw so little of her doing anything outside the official duties. This that's, was that's all they've got. This is the one thing. Yeah, that, that could be part of it. Like that's all. Well, they, the other, that's all what, they've wasn't, got. Wasn't the other thing like she jumped out of a plane with James Bond or something? Yeah, no one's or running around like, with a parachute. No one's doing that. <laughs> 
That's, that that's, wasn't what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, anyway. it's in there. Yeah. People are weird. But like, I, weird. I think I understand why. But I mean, I don't understand why. But I can sort of see why they're doing it. Right. Well, I've got something else that's bad. What? You may have seen a couple of weeks ago. There's a lot of these, especially in the, in the US, a lot of these crashing trucks. So like two weeks ago, there was this truck that crashed in California and it spilt like 150,000 tomatoes all over yes. the the road. And then the very next day, there was a truck crash in Memphis that had Alfredo pasta sauce. I thought if these two could just get together, you yeah. can just add some pasta, you'd have a, a decent meal, right? And then this week in Oklahoma City, there was one with dildos, like there was sex toys, <laughs> like just all over the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like, what's going on? Like every week there seems to be like a, some tr- truck crashing with something interesting coming out of it. It's so I yeah. think there's always trucks crashing. It's just because it was an interesting food. It got on the news. <laughs> but that stuff probably happens every Dildos single Dildos day. Dildos are interesting food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, what else? What have you got that's bad? So I've got one last thing, which I you just reminded me of before. And that is this uh, Quantum Leap reboot, which is coming out <laughs> many months ago. Scott Bakula said in an interview. Uh, yeah? More legend than a new Acura, Scott Bakula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mactaculous Scott Bakula. Yep. He mentioned in an interview many, many months ago when they were first talking about this reboot. And he said, nobody contacted me about it. I approached them and they basically said, no, thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. And now, many months later, you know, maybe he's forgotten what he said a few months ago because he's like, I'm really sorry that I had to pass on this project. And the people at NBC are like, hey, the door's always open whenever you want to come back. And it's like, this is the exact opposite of what happened a few months ago. (laughs) So, you know, someone's rewriting history or maybe it was all wrong in the first place, but it could be his ego that he was denied and now he's saying hey I had to pass on the project Mm. and NBC don't want to look like the bad guy because they want people to watch this show if people find out that they said no thanks to him they'll be like well I'm Mm. not watching that so of course they're like hey he can come back anytime he wants because they're trying to get the fans (laughs) to watch it so yeah I think they've just had a a little PR adjustment Uh, on the stories just to get people to watch it that's what it seems like so it wasn't a memory slip I don't know it wasn't like you know when 1999 Super Deluxe came out and remastered <laughs> for the very first time. <laughs> Even though it just happened a few years earlier. Yeah. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's Bernie Grumman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's like 90 or something. I'm sure his ears can't be <laughs> still working. <laughs> remastered for the very second time. Yeah. So anyway. no, no, that's that. It's just annoying. Okay. Uh, that just oh. drained me. So let's, that's all the bad things. Let's go to uh, emails. It's emails time. Email jingle here. So we have an email from Brian. It's been, uh, it's been, oh, do you what? know what? It's been more than a month, I He's think. He's back. It's been more than a month wow. since we got an email from Brian. He's alive. So here we go. Dear Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. He says, bonjour, mes petits pois. I don't know what that is. I don't think it's fish, <laughs> I fl- small something. 
Yeah, I flunked um, high school French, so I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, no idea. Anyway, so this uh, we might have a bit more serious email from Brighton here because uh, there's a bit about the Queen. So let's let's go. Usually at this juncture, I like to crack on with a bit of stupid and surreal, but feel I have to take a different turn regarding the passing of our Queen. That's fine. Here we go. Listen, I'm no royalist. I never even bother with the Queen's speech, but here in the UK, you cannot help but be swept up by the outpouring of grief and love by more or less everyone here. I don't know how this is felt or seen abroad. I'm aware that we must be looked upon as different, a bit weird, silly or behind the times that we have a functioning monarchy. I don't know. It's just part of our DNA and sense of history. The royal family know they have no real power and Queen Elizabeth realised that she is not really in charge of the Commonwealth anymore. She understood that societies have become much more civilised during her 70-year reign and she also realised the pain and suffering that our country brought to others in acquiring empire is something to be ashamed of and which is shown in how she conducted herself and encouraged and supported countries of the Commonwealth for their independence in the world. Yes, I can agree with that. I wouldn't say, as Australian, I, I'm not looking at England and the reaction to the Queen's death as being weird or silly because I understand. I mean, she was our head of state too, whether people cared about it or not. That, that was just a fact. It's the Americans who are probably looking going, what's all that about? What are they doing? It'd mm. be more likely them thinking that way, I think. Probably. And why should someone have such privilege by birthright? I get that and agree. However, I wouldn't want to be born into the royal family, would you? Countless church services and formal dinners with dignitaries from other countries that you would rather slap around the face with a massive fish? Yes. <laughs> Consistently on state visits or visiting the normal folk, you are always in the public eye and rarely out of the media. Fuck that. Besides, looking from a monetary standpoint, I understand that the royal family brings in much more revenue than they cost. Yes, they're not perfect. Look at Andrew and Harry. But for many here in the UK, especially under Elizabeth and now Charles and then William next. They represent a tradition of continuity. They have a soft power too. Most leaders of the world respect them more than our politicians and they help in solving international problems and relations by their visits and in our own nation's politics, problems and discontent. They give a mothering comfort and hope that everything will be all right despite current situations. I admit to subscribing to that viewpoint more and more as I get older. He, uh, Brian, you write good things. Like, you just said what I failed to say earlier in this show, I think. <laughs> because, yeah, maybe it's because you're there and you live there and you, you get it. And you can write better things than, than I can. And you just did it. I agree with all of that. And yes, I would not want to be in the royal family. It would be... You know, it's not for everyone. Let's say that. And the the number of people who just like don't like Lenny Henry being in Lord of the Rings, they don't like Megan either for a very similar reason. Mm, right. And there's a lot of people just very angry with things to say. <laughs> anyway, back to the email. So here she lies now in Westminster Abbey with queues currently of over five miles long and a 24 hour wait to see her coffin from the public. And here's what really gets me. It's the interviews with the public as they queue. They come in all shapes and sizes, young, middle-aged, old, from every profession, from ex-soldier to lawyer to sportsman to cleaner, to get a few seconds to pay respect to the country's grandma. I told you she was Nana. You didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't think so. <laughs> the thing they all have in common. 
They're just good, honest, down-to-earth, humble, nice people with a story to tell about why they are there, not attention seekers, and that's so refreshing to see in a world of disinformation, fake news, media-driven, celebrity and fame grabbed hungrily by who can shout the loudest and push their way to the front. That's reminded me of the Prince community way too much. It's encouraging to see that a nice old lady showing the qualities of dignity, brevity, stoicism and respect, all with a patient smile, has garnered such an outpouring of grief for such a sad event. Agree. I agree. What you guys were talking about a couple of episodes ago about food inflation. Here in the UK, we are suffering massive inflation strikes, 500% inflation in energy costs. Yes, I saw that rubbish due primarily to the evil egomaniac Putin waging war in Ukraine and general discontent. So the Queen's passing was for us a massive sigh for a nation which has many problems. However, her passing has also unexpectedly given our nation a unity, which is surprisingly for me very infectious. It's a deep, warm feeling that could only be a good thing, right? I'm always up for positive vibes and I'm definitely riding this wave. Sorry for rambling, I could go on, but I thought I'd give you all a viewpoint from here in England. I'm also very interested to hear how others in the four corners of the globe have been affected by the energy crisis and inflation. Well, I'm I'm with Brian. I think you may maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to sit this one out so that I don't <laughs> offend anybody. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, the inflation thing is everywhere. It's insane. It's um, inflation's everywhere. Yeah, the f- like, and it's linked to all different. Thi- well, the excuses are all different things. Like you know, um, global supply, global chain. supply chain. Like the glo- yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that, and you know, I think that a lot of uh, I don't know. I get the impression that like a lot of businesses copy each other. Like when one starts putting up the price, oh. they think to themselves, well. I've got to put up my price as well. You can't deny so. there's definitely people <laughs> mm. taking big advantage yeah, of yeah. the situation. Right. A hundred thousand percent. Yeah. So I start to question, is some of these things valid? And how many of them is just, well, we're putting up our prices because everyone else is, you know. It, it's probably like this. Like, so. yes, costs of things and supply chains and things affected their profit. Let's say it mm. affected them by 10%. So their reaction is, right. no one knows what these real costs are. Let's say they're 40 so everything goes right. up 40%. They're making even right. way more money than they were in the first place. First place, right. And we're just dying, trying to pay for it all. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah. It's not good. There's also... I- I also think that there's a lot of these businesses that became stagnant during COVID. Oh, yeah. So there's like a two-year period where they're not making any money. Mm. And it's like, okay, we're out of COVID now. We've got to play catch up. Yeah. You know, we've got to raise all these things, you know, because they want to make claw back what they lost. So, you know, there's a lot of that. Oh, it's, it's just. There's so many. What is it? Aspects. There's so many different oh, yeah. things to it. You yeah. know, we're not going to mm. talk about them all. Um, anyway, almost finished the email. Any road up, I've got to crack on. I'm attending a 7-Eleven training course, which is good fun. They teach you to wait until the cleaner has finished and then trash the coffee machine and then relax behind the counter watching dumbass shit on your phone. It's brilliant. <laughs> that sounds like their training, their training schedule. Yeah. Cheers, me dears, Brian. P.S. Why is Billy Joel's laundry still wet? He didn't start the dryer. There you go. <laughs> Oh my god! Thank you, Brian. Thank you for your email. Oh, uh, PPS. Oh, PPS. I, I already know the answer, but how about 1984 for the Super Chuckamania radio show? 
Well, I don't know if you've heard the bad news, Brian. <laughs> the Super Checker Mania radio show is on an indefinite hiatus as of the next okay. episode. So I will say well, possibly in the future at some point. I will say if we, if we ever did 1984, it's a good year of music. Is it? Very good. I, mm. I've got all the charts, the Billboard charts going back to like the 50s. Yeah. And right. I've listened through those early 80s, 84, 85 it's, you know, it's really the pop that started in like 86 and then went crazy, 87, 88. But like I've listened to 85 and like there's a bit of queen. It's a really weird sort of like transition year, I think, of music. You should talk to Rob S. Rob S has got like some Excel spreadsheet. He went through like every decade, every year of every decade. And then he like he did some... <laughs> He did some weird thing where he did this hierarchy thing of each year of like the best songs. Well, according he, to him. He, uh, yeah, this is the thing, it's according to him. I think I'll go with the <laughs> Billboard he, charts. He, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was some obs- like when he was explaining it to me, it sounds like I was like, "Whoa, this is pretty full on, Rob." Like, what, what, what do you got going on here? But he was, he was like right into it. He was like, 1991, that was an unbelievable year. It's like, it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was. But, but, but yeah, don't, like, don't bring 1985 to me. I mean, even 1984, <laughs> I mean, mm. except for the print stuff, there's, I don't know. There's like what? There's, there's some like early Bon Jovi maybe in '84. You know, there's um various artists albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like now. Yeah, that's what I call. Yeah, yeah, hits. now yeah. Or hits. Yeah, you know, there was one when I was growing up. They didn't have that when I was growing up. That became a series like later. But in '84, there was a, it was one of them called Throbbing '84. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I remember that. I remember getting this like um had a blue cover and it had all these like pictures on it and yeah, it was just like various artists from. 1984 is called Throbbing 84. Good stuff on there. I mean, I'm not saying there's no great songs. I mean, look, Mm. we built this city on rock and roll by Starship is 1985. And that's one of my favorite songs ever. But generally, 84, 85, I'm not a big fan of. I think 85 is a weird year. It is. 84 is good. I always thought 85 was a weird year. Weird, yeah. It's a it's a transition from like I don't know what yeah, it is. to something it is. else. It's like the middle, like bang smack middle of the eighties, and there is a transition there. It's weird. It's a weird year that eighty five. See, if we had That's a radio a show, year. we could talk about mm. stuff like this. But <laughs> according to Spotify, they don't want us to do a radio show. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, big well, thank you to Brian. Mm, thank you. Brian. I you put into words so much better than what I could say because that's what I would he say. Articulated for you. Yes. That's I'm not great with the words. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm even worse I mean, with the I words. I can talk. I can talk rubbish. Like, I mean, just listen to this show. <laughs> but actually saying something sensible <laughs> and proper and meaningful <laughs> that explains something well, you just did that. So thank you very much. It's, it's good. I'm at, I will read that again, actually, because there's there's a lot in there. Okay. Um, so, uh, that's do you, that. Do you have a recommendation? Do you have a recommendation? Do you have a recommendation? What's your recommendation? Well, I need a recommendation. Do you oh, what was the thing I said before? Oh, yes. Easy. Uh, go and watch Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power. Rings of as Power. As simple as that. Okay. It's um, Acquire it. <laughs> wherever you want to find it, go and get it. It's, but um, it's made by Amazon. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> if you look, if, if you if you don't subscribe to places that give you those shows, then I'm sure you already know other places to obtain those shows. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings, it's great. Okay. What about you? My recommendation is a music one. Usher, uh, I'm going to pick nice and slow the Ryan James Carr remake. 
version. Ooh. And it's in the Spotify playlist. Uh, the Yeah, the Spotify Super Chakamania playlist. <laughs> what else? That's it. Well, I'm going to say what else. I'm just looking at the 1985 year. Mm-hmm. I want to know what love is. Foreigner. Good song. Oh, yeah. Everybody was, wants to rule the world. Tears for Fears. Massive. Ah, yeah. Every time you go away, Paul Young, massive hit. Uh, We built this city, Starship. I'm uh, the power of love. Huey Lewis of the news. Come on, excellent. Yeah. The heat is on. Glenn Frey, excellent. We, I mean, we are the world. Okay, some people like it. I like it. Um, right. Part-time lover, Stevie Very Wonder, Whitney Houston, oh, saving all my love for you. Mm. There's a lot. There's a lot there. there but there's a lot. also a there lot of a stuff. Lot. I'm just like, meh. Could live without it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Duran, Duran. <laughs> Neutron Dance, the Pointer Sisters. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Susudio, Phil Collins. Hey, Strut mm. by Sheena Easton. No idea what that is. Oh, you don't know Strut? Oh, I've probably heard it. Can't think of it. Axel mm. F. There you go. Axel yeah. F. Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Smooth Cop. Operator, Sade. That's 85. Uh, Run to You, Brian Adams, Glory Days, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, yeah, there's some big songs. Okay, Summer of 69, Walking on Sunshine. There is some big songs. But that's what? But it's, that's, it's that's still, what? 15 songs out of 100 on this list and most of them are just like, <laughs> meh. <laughs> I, st- I still say it's a weird year. It is. It is a weird year. If only we had a show where we could talk about things like that and play the songs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway that's well that's us for this this week that's us for this week um we don't know when we'll be back no well the next episode will be the radio show so uh, and then i'm off camping oh, zero, zero, so zero. unless i get a some sort of delay uh we should be back in a few weeks but don't cry if if it doesn't happen it could be don't send out the distress signal we'll be fine yeah <laughs> Yeah. Look, if I'm still just, I was going to say, if I'm still writing garbage on Twitter, but I'm barely doing that anymore. Right. <laughs> so what did we learn this week? I learned that people in the UK like to queue, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That, that's why that can be the next thing Brian can explain to us. There's this big stereotype yeah. that the English people, I'm not going to say they like to queue, but they're good at queuing. They have a lot of experience that, queuing, <laughs> which makes them good at it. I'm not saying they enjoy it. Maybe they do, but they've had a lot of experience in cues. Now, if Brian could give us some sort of, just like in this email, he explained Reference things point. beautifully. If he could explain like the reason. See, up until now, we've just taken whatever Brian gave us, you know, and just <laughs> blown our minds with it. But now we're going to give Brian some assignment. Explain okay. this thing about British people and queuing. Maybe he's not even aware of the stereotype because he is British and it's just totally normal and he thinks nothing of it. It's only people on the outside right. who think that. I don't know. <laughs> so there you go, no, Brian. Not. That's your next email, if you, if you please. And what did you learn this week, bro? I think I learned I like the Queen more than I thought. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> like, all that stuff that Brian said, what's that word? Resonated with me. Like, I understood okay. all those things he said. Even though I'm not in England, I was there for a, a, a few years, but I didn't grow right. up there. I didn't go to school there. I didn't grow up with the Queen. We grew up with the Queen here as this sort of distant monarchy thing which yes. doesn't have much effect on us at all but all the things he said i feel so i don't know how that happened to me was i like radicalized by <laughs> somebody i don't know <laughs> but i don't know but okay. uh, yeah good email thank you brian thank you everybody that's what i learned thank you everyone the music's fading in and we'll see you next time we'll be back in a few weeks and then we say bye 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 Captain, 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 Captain.